Welcome back to Detroit is Different. And today I have someone that is personal friend of mine, but more so a bigger friend to the artistic community throughout all of Detroit. And the artistic community right now, and it's sad, like many other communities intersect where institutions cross paths with community. It's some, uh, I guess, rough waters, tough sledding. But we're not standing for that on Detroit is different. Halima, how are you today? I'm great, Kari. Thanks so much for having me. Well, definitely. I got an email the other day, uh, along with like other emails from like throughout last year and stuff like that, about taking the fight to these institutions, Mm -hmm. not providing access to artists such as yourself. And there's so many other artists than you. Um, Mm -hmm. I think uh, your face is so known from, shout out to Sydney and them, it's like people be like, oh, the mural. Mm-hmm. The mural. Yeah, people walk up to me all the time. We're like, I I've know seen you. you. I've, I've, seen I've, you. I've seen you. And I'm like, because mm-hmm. you've seen the mural. <laughs> so if you're driving down West Grand where it becomes East Grand and you see this big mural where a lot of people take pictures, even celebrities come and you see a lady with the earrings. That's a Lima. But that's the coolness of it. So feeding into the artistry and when it's equitable and it's balanced and institutions actually give back to artists, Mm -hmm. we're all for that, you Mm -hmm. know? Yep. That's not necessarily what's happening now. What's the get down? What's happening where community needs to support a lot of the artists here in Detroit to make sure that things are balanced and institutions aren't shutting things down? Okay. Yeah. Great question. Mm -hmm. So... Let me see. I'm going to start here. I think community does support artists. When we look at Detroiters and Detroit artists, musicians, culture creators, you know, um, one of the oldest black galleries, Arts Extended, in the nation started here and has been supported continuously. So, you know, shout out Shirley Woodson, Dr. Cleetie Taylor, Marion Stevens, for establishing that legacy of patrons of the art within our own community, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to separate that from like philanthropic and government and um, like big money spending. As I call it, institutions. Institutional spending, right? And I think what's n- not unique is that this happens all over the place. So we were doing a conference in L.A., and I was doing a training with L.A. um, Board of Arts and Culture, L.A. County. And, you know, we looked at this audit, and let's say if there was $205 million given out, 200 went to, you know, top three museums, Mm. right? And then that five was split amongst about 85, 90 small organizations, organizations led by artists or people of color or, you know, just not like the Getty, right? Mm -hmm. But what happens is, you know, we put so much emphasis on like these huge institutions that they really stifle if they're not being really intentional about how to support the local ecosystem of artists and producers and culture creators and you know something similar is happening here now what's unique and why this is a pivotal moment i don't know do you have like a 
Let's see. I, I, what sound Do we have something like we, that? Uh, see, I, I, I rarely even touch on the sound effects, but for Halima, we're going to find, okay. I, I got air horn, I got brass. Pew, 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 pew. We're going to go. <laughs> there we go. Perfect. All right. All right. What is unique right now? Detroit mm-hmm. is different, right? Mm-hmm. December 19th, the Wayne County Art Institute Authority is looking to ratify and sign a new agreement. We're going to call it the service agreement Mm -hmm. that governs the millage money that is taken from homeowners, taxpayers of Wayne County and given to the DIA. Mm -hmm. All right. So this thing is set up for 10 years. This is the moment where they, as our representatives, hold the most power because without them signing this document, the DIA does not get our millage money. Mm-hmm. Okay? We must reach out to the Wayne County Art Institute Authority and let them know we deserve 100% transparency. So every dollar that is collected, where does it go? What is it programmed for? How does it benefit us? And then what are the processes for public input? We need to be able to say, since it's our money, and the Tri-County area with the sister organizations over the next 10 years, it's looking like a third of a billion dollars. Mm. So it's not like pocket change, right? But like $330 million, right? Well, it's unique that you point that out and I just want to give some larger context to and for the Detroit is different uh, supporter um, as I you know people are so used to me giving my context in it so it's a couple things to remember about the DIA Um, the DIA as an institution the Detroit Institute of Arts uh, is offshoot as we know it's a government-based entity entity and institution but it's not it anymore it's not functioning so it uses public money but it has not a lot of public input on how it functions and you can break down a lot of this and i'm just speaking more so retroactively mm-hmm. from a lot of things that got the some other bigger headlines in the dia one of the biggest headlines that i can remember in the past you know uh decade plus was Detroit experienced the bankruptcy. Um, and Ooh, during the bankruptcy... Okay, we don't need to... Are we going to open up this whole can of worms? I want to at least go to it's some of these It's a whole can points. of worms. It is, but I have to get this out just like I usually do for Detroit as different people because okay. people need to understand that at that point, we saw so many outside entities that don't look anything like the natural and, and average legacy Detroiter, which it's is uh, overwhelmingly majority black city had a whole lot to do to protect what they considered the most precious art pieces, which we're not necessarily against it, but it's a lot of outside entities coming inside Detroit to tell us how to function Mm -hmm. and control assets of Detroit. And it's not equitable. The DIA has also experienced so much, uh, enter turmoil when it comes to their hiring practices of black people, of mm-hmm. Detroiters, uh, their their pay scale of black people and Detroiters. Yes. The DIA has also experienced a lot of headlines as far as uh, when things were more, I guess you'd say, regionalized between this tri-county authority. The DIA was saved, but we have the Black Museum that never really got included in this whole idea Mm -hmm. of institutions to save. So when we think about this, 
as a lot of stories here at Detroit is different. You have to look at this through the lens of race, power dynamics, Mm -hmm. and control, and also um, what I, you know, white people coming in using the assets of black people and using the, I guess what I want to say, the, the, the understood bias and the, uh, and the trauma of the black experience to argue for more money mm-hmm. and more resources, but never turning around and fairly and equitably distributing these resources. So it'll mm-hmm. be maybe like one or two, as I call them, usually the term I use is like, wow, that's like a magic Negro. That's what I may say. Like they'll pick like one or two uh, figures and they'll say, oh, this is the black person that we have. But it's so it's such a wealth of artistry and not just the artists themselves, a whole industry of art that functions and is so respected internationally mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. Detroit. Mm-hmm. And we have an institution that does not give that same balance. Mm-hmm. So when people ask the question of why it's not as inclusive and we have, you know, artists from Detroit traveling the world and the nation and they can't even get that same love in the city. So I just wanted to give that framework as we continue in this. And that's why it's so important that we're, we, we want to support art, but we want to make sure that it's equitable and it's inclusive, especially of the people that live here, pay taxes here, and are a part of the community. That's all. Yes. And part of the thing, you know, everything you said is right. Mm-hmm. And it's a whole bunch of cans of worms, right? M- m- we can so. dig into it. I kind of want to give a nutshell overview about some of those things that you spoke on, and then we can dive deeper. Mm -hmm. But absolutely. And when it boils down to is respect. Who do you talk to? Who's at a table? Who do you listen to? Mm -hmm. And how is that, with what weight is that carried, right? And that's like the whole, I think, Part of it is really beautiful, and I know you talk to Sterling a lot, and his thing is, like, Detroiters use art for healing. This is not the number one marketplace because we are here healing our souls, I, right? I, my, my thing in Sterling, and you spoke to Sterling Toes, uh, artists. I mean, right now I'm wearing this. This hey. is an image mm-hmm. Sterling was a part of and, mm-hmm. uh, from an album. And I love Sterling, but Sterling's perspective is not necessarily business. I'm a business guy more than Sterling. Mm-hmm. So it, it's about, I, I like that you said respect because if if I just have a passion for making great, let's just use widgets is usually a business term, great sweet potato pies. Mm-hmm. And Halima's like, wow, you make great sweet potato pies. And then she turns around and sells that sweet potato pie for a million dollars every, every day. Mm-hmm. And I'm barely able to keep my lights on. Barely able to keep my kitchen. I don't tell nobody it's your recipe. And you That's don't the thing. Anybody, I don't tell nobody. Not only is not my recipe, <laughs> you just give me enough to kind of keep me going, knowing that you've profited from this. And that's mm-hmm. the exploitation mm-hmm. when we think of more yeah. that 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 sadly America has had a history of exploiting the artistry and the talents of black people historically. So even though the black musician, the black visual artist, the black sculptor, the black, um, you know, all artists may be doing this for healing. If you're going to profit from it, Mm -hmm. 
How do we have a respectful you have to conversation be about that? Yeah. That's all mm-hmm. we're that's mm-hmm. what we're saying. Yeah. You can't I can't take some pieces from Halima and then go to China, become a billionaire over there and say, Hey, Halima, if you got something new, you know, just shoot that over to me in an email and now I'm keep selling prints and then one day she wakes up like searching for Sugar Man, somebody exactly. else that was in the Detroit area, and be like, Damn, I'm Sugar Man. Because Sugar Man is happening all the time here. And I'll say and the Funk Brothers. The Funk Brothers. I mean, so many. I mean, it's that's so what, many. And, and we're just, those are the documentaries that you're familiar with. Right. But it's, you can make so many documentaries about the ties between Detroit artistry, especially black artists, that have been exploited by the industry and never been given their fair, equitable share of what's owed to them. Yet created culture for the whole globe. Yes. Right? Yes. So, yes. Right? I mean, I mean here's, here's one that... I guess I want to openly say he he was given a lot of shout outs, but like a lot of the style of of right now what people may consider the greatest rapper in the world and Eminem. And most people know like his whole style of Slim Shady was created from Bugs. Rest in peace, Bugs. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's things like that. It's like Elvis. Right. Uh, it's it's, it's right. so many examples. The Beatles, right. the Rolling Stones, like it's taking Picasso, black culture. Matisse. <laughs> well, see, you know more in the visual art world, but I can only imagine that, like, it makes sense that w- as black people, we're so used to, like, well, you know, they took that from a black guy, and you'd be like, damn, for real? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know that black man made the first watch. <laughs> yeah, you'd be like, damn, for real? Dang, Benjamin, sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's like, man. Like, right, 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 right. Know? Yeah. You know, uh, uh, Uncle Nearest Whiskey is really Jack, Jack, Jack Daniels. Daniels Whiskey. Yeah. Like, these stories are so prevalent. Mm-hmm. So to watch it happen before our eyes and a wealth of artists, like I'm looking at when we think of our timeline, because we do share a lot of visual artist friends. My Most of my visual artist friends right now were traveling this past weekend to Miami to Art Basel saying, like, I really want opportunity when we know when I know and you know that the opportunities there are even more abundantly here. Mm-hmm. But the, the it's it's an intentional disconnect. Mm-hmm. And this whole idea of mm-hmm. we don't know how to connect and whatever is dismissive, mm-hmm. especially when we have a art institution that goes out its way to not be inclusive. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, agree on so many levels, right? Mm-hmm. So, who do you choose? Who do you choose to show? Who do you choose to partner with for arts and education programming? Who do you choose to highlight? Who you know? There's there's so many ways for um, the DIA, I think, to better engage the arts ecosystem here in Detroit because they are a tier one institution. Mm-hmm. You know, use that intentionally to lift folks up. Because you are in a global cultural capital of the world, right? Um, and also, this is the 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 nutshell that I want to get to tonight, right? Mm-hmm. I would love if the listeners out here would take literally. Um, it's a it's it's like a three minute ask, right? Three minute ask to. Write a public comment because right now, again, like I said, this agreement that's going to be signed potentially on December 19th, but at least it's going to be up for discussion, is going to govern the next decade of how the funding is moved and reported on and potentially programmed. So email WCArts with an S authority at WayneCounty.com. 
again, WC Arts Authority at WayneCounty.com. Um, the subject line, you may want to put public comment for 1219 meeting. And definitely in the body of the email, ask that it be read into the public record. This is a public meeting. So ask that it be read into the public record. And, I, and that's going to be all in graphics. I like that you said that. Um, and explicitly, but you're going to see, so you're looking at the graphics now, mm -hmm. um, as we just gave uh, somebody else some game that Halima gave me, connect me to Theo and the Detroit People's Platform and talking about the budget the same way. You're going to see that information and I want you to engage with this. It's very important as we've seen, and, and, and Sterling's point is correct, like we're using the art for healing, we're using the art for expression, but knowing that that's being exploited and used in other ways, yeah. it, that's, where that's, the ch that's, that's what the we're problem. challenging. That's the problem. So the problem is as more monies and an extension of this contract is given, it's like we just need to make sure that it's inclusive and, and the same practices that have been exclusive and not uh, representative of, that, of, of legacy Detroiters does not continue to happen. Yep. This institution needs to include us. Yep. And, and, and I'm going to tell you how to do that. I'm going to cut you off. Oh, go, go. All right. So, in the body of this email, this is what we're asking for. And we can put this on the screen, too. Yeah. 100% um, transparency and reporting on all public millage money. Mm -hmm. Okay? So, if I'm giving you a hundred million dollars, you hold them accountable to reporting where that hundred million went. Don't tell me where five went, which is what they do right now. They report on 5%. Wow. Right? Wow. Number two, a process for public input and participatory budgeting that is clearly defined and public because mm -hmm. there is none right now. So, who knows who's making what decisions and how many people are not being included in that conversation. We need to have all of our expertise called in the room. You know, if you want to find a genius, get a group of people together, right? And, um, and it's in the midst. Um, the next thing is there is a commitment of public dollars going towards the local arts ecosystem, prioritizing legacy Wayne County residents and people of the global majority or often called people of color. Mm -hmm. So when we say a commitment, whatever you think is fair, 10%, you know, you're going to get 300 300 million over the next 10 years, kick back 10%. Find Arts programming, teachers, muralists, people who are bootstrapping and making it happen, like Blackout Walls, like so many programs, Heritage Works. I mean, I could sit here and name 25 programs that yeah. I know that people are deeply involved in and literally making it happen out of so much in-kind and labor of love type of yeah. Uh, labor right mm -hmm. let's 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 make a percentage you know there's a percentage for arts in new york there's a percentage of arts in minneapolis like let's make a percentage for this public money yeah that's going into this one institution to come back out into the community in some type of way and 
Uh, bottom line, everybody working there should be ma- making fifteen dollars. Like fifteen ain't even enough, but the fact that people don't is a problem. Yeah. You must guarantee that every cafeteria worker, every janitor, every security guard who is guarding international treasures, walking marble floors, is making at least $15 an hour. Because guess what? White Castles can do it. Red Lobster can do it. So can the DIA. Yeah. So those are the four, those are the four key elements. You know, participation, transparency, $15 minimum, and support the... The local ecosystem. Um, and as many voices as possible. This email could be two sentences, four sentences, but the fact that they they are being put on notice, the public is watching. We see what's happening. It's ha- it had the last one was in secret. They didn't have public meetings, they didn't have public minutes, they never did an audit. Hmm. They moved seventy million dollars, never had an audit. Think about that. Yeah. And you you also think about that being connected to a city that and I still put an asterisk next to that bankruptcy. But if we're going to go in the world that they live in, that Mm -hmm. they needed to protect and then make it, you know, a tri-county authority type thing. That was the guys that made it there. Mm -hmm. You know, even more reason for accountability and the watching of how these dollars are spent. And it should be transparent and with and and shared amongst people. In the of the public because yeah. that's our tax dollars. It's our that's tax dollars. Your tax money. Yes. You know that is our money, and it's not just going in and coming out. Yeah. It's going in and they're investing it, so they're mm. not just taking the money and using it. Allegedly, we don't know because there's no accounting for it. But their endowment has grown to half a billion dollars. Wow. So to tell me that you need three hundred thirty million more. Yeah. Let's me know that you are just looking at us as like, you know that story about the endless rice bowl? <laughs> it's just every day is rice in it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? No. Y- this is intentional. I'm thankful for so many arts activists that have worked hard to kind of peel back the layers, peel back the veil. And this is where we're at at this very pivotal moment and s- I cannot tell you anybody's voice. Say who you are. Are you a homeowner? Are you a resident? Are you an artist? Are you a business owner? Are you a pastor? Are you a block club captain? Are you a teacher? Are you a firefighter? Like, say who you are as much as you want and let these people know you are concerned about government transparency and having your voice heard. Very much Period. so. And, and then furthermore, I mean, you're, you're enlightening me. I, I learned so much from Malima. But you think of like $800 million possibly. And when we think of the inclusive, we're in Detroit. How interactive has the DIA been in your community? How interactive have they been in, 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 the, in the schools with your children, your nieces, nephews, grandchildren? Mm-hmm. And they're walking around with, this, with, with an endowment that has half a, half a bill. And, and it's not inclusive of us. So the question always needs to be raised of what's going on. Mm-hmm. You have a library system right now that's, that's trying to scrape to stay alive and reopen and engage. Yes. The, the entity that does engage with us yes. in the community. Yes. And they're scraping to stay alive. And then you have this other entity that is literally across like, the street. Across uh, the street. Across the street. And people feel like they can't even go inside. Right. Because it's that. Excluded. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. 
So yeah, mm-hmm. I super appreciate your time. I also learned a lot from you, Kari, and Thank you. Um, you know I can definitely send links. You know, because I'm a person when I when I see something, I hear something like, "What's the source?" Mm-hmm. Like, give me that budget, give me that link, show it to me. You mm-hmm. know, irrefutable. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is why everything got to get so convoluted because people be like, "Wait, right. that don't add up." <laughs> <laughs> and we're and we're with it, you know, and, and that's the other thing. Me and Halima laughing like seventy percent of the time if you ever see us off. <laughs> we can't get serious, but that's the beauty of, of life and the duality. We'll get serious, then start laughing and serious and laughing. But this is a serious matter. Yeah. And and with it, we uh we just wanna make sure because there's so many artists here and we're sick of it. I know you all are used to this. Right. There's so many artists that have left Detroit because they can't they feel as though they can't sustain a living. Kind of going back to Sterling's point originally. Right. This ain't the place to actually sustain yourself as an artist. Right. But it's an institution that's supposed to sustain the arts here with half a billion dollars when we have so much talent leaving and going to Los Angeles, uh, Tokyo, uh, New York. Right. I mean, it's people even getting up and going, you know, to Ohio. Right. Because they can't sustain themselves here. Right. So it's like... What is going on? We want to keep this talent pool here. You know, we want to and, and help people thrive. Yeah, like, we want to see yeah. a new. We want to see uh the 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 new Gilda Snowden stay in, in this space. We want to see uh a, another Hubert Massey stay in this space. Not be like, yo, man, it was just too hard in the D because nobody connects to art. Right. Even though we got an institution that's bringing in the spending money somewhere. Right. Because that's the importance as far as from the Kari Frazier angle. And when I have this discussion with Sterling, because I know I'm going to have it, that's the angle I'm going to pitch to him. I'm going to be like, yeah, it is out of we're doing this out of passion. They're doing it out of hope. They're doing it for through through trauma and expression. But they find themselves going to L.A. Mm -hmm. They find themselves going to New York. And it's money's here that could be invested in them. Mm -hmm. So why isn't it? Mm -hmm. Because of the exploitation that these institutions have historically done, and I'm going to say it for, you know, black folk. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'll say black and brown. When you, well, black you and brown. You read Christopher you know. Columbus' mm-hmm. journals, right? Mm-hmm. These people are so kind. They'll make excellent servants, right? Like, what? <laughs> and it's still kind of what we're rocking with today. You know, why Puerto Rico and Guam don't get to vote. Why, you know, it's, it's so deep how much the narrative of black and brown equal lesser than, not fully human, not un- incapable of understanding Anglo-Saxon laws and rules, um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But really, like, that's inverted. That's backwards, mm-hmm. right? How do these institutions understand their position and their ability to actually make the maximal impact for thriving in, you know, people's lives where they are, you mm-hmm. know? And, um, yeah, I think, you know, part of it is digging into the narrative. Part of it is kind of like really going deep. It's not DEI. It's not, oh, it's a black person at the table. It's really digging deep into what is driving our policies, our actions, you know, what are those undergirding beliefs that we yeah. hold that doesn't allow us to have a conversation with a person? You know? Yeah. And, and it's also the cultural, it's the cultural connection and cultural understanding as well. You know, because clearly 
and and I can only imagine the millions of dollars for that. But this Van Gogh exhibit has come back to Detroit like three times, <sighs> right? And, and 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 it's funded, but you can't tell me that. We couldn't make an immersive experience with so much of the wealth of black artists around here. Mm-hmm. You know, and instead of saying instead of saying mm-hmm. like let's replicate doing this with Van Gogh, let's mm-hmm. bring in the black arts in the black city so that we can connect to the black artist version of this. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's that's how we need to be thinking here. Yep, in Detroit, this is Detroit. That's yep. what I want. Yep. That's what the world wants. I mean, you saw, Actually. <laughs> you saw uh, one of the, well, then again, I'm not really in the theater, okay. but, but clearly people just took hip hop, well, a, a version of hip hop, and then just rapped about the Constitution, and it's the greatest Broadway musical they say ever. Right. You know what I'm saying? So imagine right. if you just took this same, these same pieces from, as you say, uh, not people of color, and mix that in with the flavor and the culture of what we offer. It's going to be such a great immersive experience, but it takes the institutions to see that and put that in place and make that happen. And have processes. Yeah. Processes for input, processes for participation, right? It's not just, oh, we have a great idea. We'll include you here, right? But really, how, what are the programmatic decisions being made? How is the public money being spent? If you're only telling me about $5 after I just gave you 100 we have a problem. Yeah, it's broken up many, <laughs> broken up many relationships. It's, right? It's, it's family reunions that are separated because of stuff like that. Exactly. Right? You spent how much on them t-shirts? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Dang, Kari. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to come to your family Separated. <laughs> it's like the fish fry only got coleslaw. Ugh. How? I'm just messing with you. <laughs> <laughs> coleslaw and fish sticks. Oh, man. <laughs> Somebody got ripped off here. Exactly. But yeah, so the information will be there. Uh, make sure you engage. I'm going to get this. This is a special. I guess we're, we're going to be doing more special reports as I connect. And you all need to connect. Be engaged uh, as we connect in this platform. It's community. We're, we're, we're engaged here because that's what we're about. So thank you so much. Thank you, Kari. Have a great one. You too. Peace. Peace.